Before we get started on today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. If you're interested in starting your own podcast and you're not sure what platform to use, look no further than Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast today, and it gives you everything you need for free. You can edit your podcast, create artwork, and import your own music all from your mobile app. Another great feature of Anchor is that you don't have to worry about understanding how the RSS feed works and all the other technical difficulties that went into making a podcast back in the days. All you have to do is record your podcast and Anchor will send your episode out to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and others. If all that isn't enough, Anchor also gives you the opportunity to make money off your podcast. With no minimal listenership, you can start making money today by using ads. So this is what I need you to do. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, everyone? It's your boy E here. Welcome to the Proverbial Life Podcast. This is a podcast that encourages Christians to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. Sit back and ride with me for a second. It's the proverbial life. It's the proverbial yeah. life. It's the proverbial 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 life. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Proverbs with Edwin. This is the proverbial life podcast where we encourage Christians to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. Today we're going to be taking a look at Proverbs chapter 15, and we're going to be looking at verse 19 specifically. So if you see right here on the screen, Proverbs chapter 15 verse 19 says, The way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. All right, as we look at this, first thing we want to do is define some terms here. And the first thing we see is the word sluggard. And we're going to get to the phrase right before that, the way. But let's look at the sluggard first. The word sluggard literally means lazy bones. Uh, This is a person who is habitually lazy and inactive. Someone who is just undisciplined, doesn't take any initiative. And as a result of that, has moral failures. Okay. So that is a sluggard. Now, uh, some believe uh, being slothful is a virtue, right? We have people that we know who pride themselves on being lazy and not taking initiative and using different words to describe uh, their weaknesses and inadequacies in a virtuous light. And this this actually goes against what the scriptures teach. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. In Proverbs 6, uh, 6 through 11, we're well familiar with this verse, but I want you to hear this. He says that we're, we're admonished to go to the ant, O sluggard. So the sluggard is admonished or told to go to the ant. And he says, consider her ways and be wise without having any chief or officer or ruler. She prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. And then the question goes, how long will you lie there, O sluggard? 
will you go he goes on to say when you when will you rise or when will you arise from your sleep a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man so we see that uh, being slothful or lazy isn't a virtue in the scripture it's shameful uh, God's creation, which is the pinnacle of his creation, mankind, is admonished to go to a small creature, an insect. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Okay? And learn from the ant. And so the sluggard or the slothful man uh, is like something, right? We're told that he is like a hedge of thorns. So here the writer is giving the reader a picture of a characteristic of the sluggard. And he's comparing him to uh, a hedge, a hedge of thorns. So, so this sluggard, this lawful man is compared to a hedge of thorns. Now the question we have to ask is, what's wrong with the hedge of thorns? Now, we don't have to ask that question. We don't have to ponder on that question for too long to understand the, the practical implications of thorns are means that it's unkept, right? Uh, and and what's so bad about thorns? Like, why is this slothful person being compared to a hedge of thorns? Uh, and 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 the, then the other thing is, what are some verses that come to mind when we think about thorns? Is there anything in the scriptures that you can think about that reminds you that thorns aren't seen in a in a positive sense? Okay. So, so the first thing is when we think about this word thorns, now we want to define this word thorns, okay? Thorns are uh, a barrier, uh, like a thorn bush. And the idea is uh, something that is difficult. So a plant difficult to go through. You can't just rush through thorns. Uh, the other day I was cleaning in the backyard at the house and we have some thorns in the corner. And I'm cleaning up and I can I have to be very gentle and I have to move precisely or I'm going to get cut by these thorns. They're going to be in my skin and they slow my progress down. So because that section, that area is unkept and the thorns are growing out, now it's prohibiting me from working at a quicker speed. So I need to be, I need to, need to stop, I need to slow down, I need to be careful so that I can accomplish this task because this plant represents a, a, a plant of difficulty, right? Uh, and it's associated with worthlessness, right? Um, you know, this is this is something that just needs to be discarded because it's in the way. It's not good. So, so that's the idea when we think about thorns. Now, there's a passage that I want us to think about to consider. Genesis 3. So whenever you think of something, right, like this word thorns, okay, what is he getting at here? The way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. Why is that negative? We think of Genesis 3. You remember Genesis 3, 17 through 19. And listen to this. He says, this is God speaking to Adam. And he says, and to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree, which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. And here's our phrase. 
thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat of the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And so we see, after the fall, work was going to be painful and difficult. So the way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. So let's think about that, right? So sluggard is not good, it's lazy bones, okay? Now it's compared to the way of thorns, the hedge of thorns. The thorns are the result of the fall. And so how can we connect these dots, okay? Now, thorns also represent uh, this, this painful aspect, right? So. So you're going to till the ground and it's going to bite you, as it were, okay? You're going to work and the ground is going to remind you of the effects of sin. It's going to remind you that you have sinned against God, okay? So we think about the way of the sluggard, lazy bones. It's like a hedge of thorns. We're going to get to that in a minute. So... Next thing we need to look at is this word, the path. So, or excuse me, the way. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. So this word, the way, is the word path or route, road or highway. And it's the idea of getting from one place to another. So we're familiar with that idea. So the way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. And what it's saying here is that, and, and I'm going to kind of piece this together. Life is difficult, the ground needs to be broken up, the seeds need to be planted so that this individual can provide for his family, but he won't do it because he's too lazy to do anything. So rather than him taking dominion over the field and clearing the path or his property or his life, rather than him taking dominion over these areas of his life, it's making his life more difficult because there's thorns everywhere, okay? He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. So if the way of the sluggard is unkept, do you think it would be hard to travel down this way or this path? Yeah, right? So, so the way of the sluggard is messy and dangerous. It's unkept. It's hard to travel because of these restrictions. And the restrictions from the fall, but also his self-imposed restrictions. He's supposed to be doing something with all this that's in the way. He's supposed to be taking dominion. And instead, what he's doing is he's lazy bones. Just lazy. So what is the path of the upright? This is a contrast. He says, the way of the sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. It's unkept. There's a mess everywhere. There's no order, no dominion at all. He's lazy bones. But the path of the upright is a level highway. So what's interesting is here, this word uh, road or the path, right, is the word way or path. And so um, but the path of the upright is a level highway. So what's the difference between the way of the wicked and the path of the upright? This is interesting. The way of the wicked, as we mentioned, is overwhelmed with chaos, tight spaces, and is marked by a lack of discipline. I want you to, this is a, this is a picturesque 
uh, image here that the writer is giving us. Think about the road literally being covered with thistles and thorns everywhere. You have to like try to sneak like slim by, like slip through the cracks to try to get by so that you're not attacked by these thorns. But once you are, they're going to cling to your clothes and you're going to have to try to peel them off and it's just difficult. You're not going to be able to accomplish much. Right. And so the temptation is rather than dealing with that, I'm just going to be hands off because this is just overwhelming. I can't handle this. This is way too much. I don't want to deal with this. Right. So that's the path or that's the way of the wicked. It's tight. It's overwhelming. I can't deal with this. Uh, marked by a lack of this, uh, a lack of discipline. But the path of the upright is wide open. Why? Because it's cleared it is disciplined and orderly. Uh, it is a level highway, or as the King James says, it is made plain. So the way of the upright is made plain. It's clear. It's orderly. There's dominion taking place. There's room for networking and opportunity and commerce, right? People can travel to you and you can travel to them. Uh, there's networking opportunities so you can meet people and people know people who know people and now you can advance in life right because there's order in your life uh but but where there's disorder and where there's a lack of discipline there isn't an opportunity of growth and expanse and dominion and 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 and, and growing right so so we see that the path of the upright there is room for networking and opportunity because it's cleared and it's kept and there is order and dominion. Now, there's an example of this we see in the New Testament. John the Baptist, right, we're told that he was the one who went before Christ. So Christ is coming on the scene to bring salvation, right? Repent, today is the day of salvation, right? But, but John the Baptist is the one who comes before him to prepare the way. So let me give you a text. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, it says this. And he's quoting here from Isaiah. And he says this. He says, As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before your face. Okay, so John the Baptist is going before. There's thorns everywhere. There's chaos everywhere. There's disorder everywhere. The people are not worshiping the Lord. Okay, and at the right time, Christ comes to bring this salvation. So John the Baptist comes before that and he says, Who will prepare your way? The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Same word, right? Same idea, same concept. So make the path straight. So what is some application that we can take here? Number one, don't be a sluggard. Don't be like the sluggard. The sluggard represents the wicked person. The sluggard represents someone who has not been regenerate, someone who does not have a right heart. Now, can we be sluggard-like? Yes. And when we are, we need to repent. We need to ask God to help us to strengthen our arms so that we're not characterized by the sluggard. And the believer should not be characterized by the sluggard. There may be moments when we act like the sluggard, but we should not be characterized as the sluggard. So don't be like the sluggard. Get your life in order. Start cleaning up the mess in your heart, right? Confess your sin. 
clean up your room, make your bed, right? As, as people have, uh, Jordan Peterson was known for saying, the, his coined phrase, that isn't Jordan Peterson, that's scripture, right? Dominion, this is the dominion mandate, self-government, take care of yourself, get your life in order, get your heart in order, get your life in order, right? Mate, clean up the heart, deal with yourself first, Clean off the brush, the, the brush all over the place and the thorns in your heart, the, the malice and the envy and the anger and the lust and the, you know, resentment and all these things. Clear all that out, right? And then the next thing is follow the path of the upright. And the path of the upright is a path or it's the way of blessing. It's wide open. The blessings of the Lord and the abundance of the Lord and opportunity and the way of dominion. So, so don't be like the sluggard, but be like the upright and follow the path of the upright because it is wide open, it is clear, and it is a blessing, right? So that is today's proverb of the day. Proverb chapter 15, verse 19. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. If you have any questions or comments, leave a comment behind. Let me know what you thought. And if you have any way of applying this or if there's any way that you thought through this and applied this yourself, I'd love to hear that below. Thank you. This has been the Proverbial Life podcast where we encourage Christians to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. Grace and peace.